Hi, I'm Shane. And I'm Holly. And this is Don't Be Sorry. Well, hi, welcome back. Hello. Happy holidays. (laughs) Happy holidays. Um, We uh, took a week break, so we have an an episode from last week for you guys, but we, um, you know traveled and did a bunch of stuff for thanksgiving and birthday parties and stuff but that's what's been going on with us um i did want to say to the first of all you know free palestine hello everybody um everything that everybody's doing is making a difference all the videos all of the watermelon emojis everything that's happening on tiktok instagram twitter um keep doing that shit it makes people very uncomfortable and it sheds light on a bunch of shit that needs to be fixed um free palestine again but yeah we are getting back into our little we're getting back into the groove thanksgiving was fucked thanksgiving was we yeah thanksgiving was way wild (laughs) Um, i went back to st louis mm -hmm. i went back to st louis and uh you know thanksgiving i got there on thanksgiving day and everything first of all first of all you left wednesday night yeah. Holly got her ass and her son's ass on a plane Wednesday night or Wednesday, well, Thursday morning. Was it like four o'clock, three o'clock? Yeah. And also that night because it was uh, Patty's, Patty's birthday party. Birthday. 35, um, baby. I drank and that's fine. But I had a shot of Jameson and like four whiskey sours. Oh, I didn't know sours. that. <laughs> oh, my God. And the four whiskey sours. I had a I got my house. fucking ass up. And got on a plane at 4 a.m. And I felt great. I felt great. And I Hell did yeah. it. Um, so then we get to Missouri. And I got to ride a riding lawnmower. I had the time of my life. Friday comes around. Saturday morning comes around. Everybody's fucking sick. 20 yep. out of like the 25 people or more. I don't even know. And by sick, sick you pe- mean? I mean fucking stomach flu. There are people shitting on the carpet. <laughs> shitting on the couch it was so bad i had to do so much laundry my poor grandparents like it was just a nightmare but um so we didn't do anything but uh you guys were laid up for a couple days yeah oh my god it was terrible and then on my way back home this fucking guy next to me looked crazy on the plane he was eating a fucking meatball sub disgustingly it was so gross and i was very happy to be home I love that that's... But we saw each other! Shane came in town! We finally saw each other after, um, well, maybe like seven or eight months. But the last time we visited Portland, we were only... We only had two days, and we got to see each other for two hours, maybe, if that. And we were talking to a bunch of other people, so it wasn't like an actual hangout. But, yeah, so... Um, it was crazy the way that, like, you know, when we saw each other, we are, it feels like we're completely different people. Like, Oh, dude, yeah. Like, it's in such a the trip. best way. Yeah. Like, we see each other, you know, we FaceTime, we FaceTime, well, we text almost every single day, and then we FaceTime probably every other day. So, it's weird, like, from all the changes since I moved, almost, it was like a year, over a year and a half ago. All the changes that you have experienced and all the changes that I have experienced and being in the same room with each other were just like hugging, hugging each other was super weird. Not in like a, this makes yeah, me Yeah, not in a way, weird way. Yeah. But we're like two different people. It's such a trip. Yeah, and we're also like both what, like, or you're like 60 pounds down. I don't know what's going on with me. I got a waist. Like we were, it was just different, different. you know? We were yeah. glow up, glow up era. It was glow up. Yeah. Shane yeah, was like, but... you got a little waist, girl. And I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, girl, thank you, girl. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really fun to catch up with people. And I mean, like I said before, there was so much anxiety about this trip. And for, you know, Holly was shitting for Thanksgiving. <laughs> but I was, uh, it was a whole thing. Because it, it was a birthday and Thanksgiving trip for me and Patty. Patty turned 35. Little birthday baby boy. Little, little birthday boy. Um, little Thanksgiving baby. But he you know we planned this for months and we get there and it was a week long and I was so scared to have an autoimmune flare-up because the last time I was there it was the worst flare-up I'd experienced since I was diagnosed with it and it didn't happen once and I felt good I got sleep like we met all of the people that we had the ability to 
all that stuff with meeting my family in Eugene fell through last minute. Um, but no fault of anyone's, some things just came up and, um, that whole day got opened up and it was still, there was still people to hang out with. There was still stuff to do. There was still lovely memories to be made, but yeah, we got all a bunch of our friends, um, you and your mans included. We met up at a little bar in Portland and we got to have cake. I got like a little, um, baby Yoda Mandalorian cake or well it was so cute but (laughs) yeah a little Grogu cake and Patty wore a tiara and we got to see some family and friends oh my god I forgot about that that's so the tiara yeah we were Holly and I were in Target we were doing some party shopping and she was like oh look a tiara and I went yep I have to get that now he's gonna wear it and he wore it all night he was dancing and singing and (laughs) people um some of our friends who came out they would like corner me and go Patty is just a golden retriever, right? And I was like, yeah, that's just true. What? Patty's oh, a my gosh. Retriever. Actually, our friend Emily that we sh- we gave a shout out to in our last episode, um, she texted me yesterday and she was like, you and Patty fit so well together. You're very complimentary. You're the black cat and he's the golden retriever. That's just how it is. And it works. And you know what? I, I said one time too, I was like, you know when like couples names just like work? I'm sorry. Shane and Patty. The I cutest, do. like, they just, like, they're, they're supposed to go together. Like, I are you so fucking too. kidding me? It's so cute. Yeah. yeah. S&P. We have S&Ps everywhere. We love, love. Love, love. Salt and pepper. Or P&S. Piss. Piss. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, on a really nerdy note, really dorky, nerdy, lovey, ooey, gooey note, um, I'm going to get a salt and pepper shaker tattoo for our wedding. Oh, my God. And I'm I didn't even him, think of that. I'm trying to convince him to get it too, but he has no tattoo tattoos. So oh my god, he'll get it. He should get it like right under his butt. Nobody oh can god, see it. Cute. He can't see it. You know, he I won't feel weird. A weird about getting a tattoo. A salt and pepper shaker, isn't that cute? Yeah. Or you guys could get it on your marriage ring. I'll get it on my vagina. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love when I'm laughing and I'm at home and I forget that I don't have a tooth in. <laughs> <laughs> So for those of you who don't know, I'm sure that whoever's listening who knows me personally, I'm mi- I'm missing one of my front teeth, not my two front teeth, like the front. <laughs> I I completely forget about it, and then I like whistle some air out of it. I'm like, oh yeah, I I'm totally missing a tooth out of my mouth, <laughs> and I instinctively cover it up. But like, hey, how you doing? Hi, I lo- I mean, it's great. It's always just Shane, you know. I love it. Did I Shane tell you about a little tooth? My little, you know what I mean? Did I ever tell you about? what we did with the last retainer that I had, the clip flipper. So I I think maybe, but I don't remember. So I had that it last flipper for fuck almost 10 years. I think it was 10 years. And that's a long time to have something in your mouth. I kept very good care of it. I'm very proud of how I did it, but it was outdated. So I finally got a new one and um, the old one, I was like, I don't know what to do with this. And my friend, <laughs> my friend went um I want that so I had another one of my friends put it in resin with a bunch of glitter and um I visited her house yeah my god I visited her house during this trip Patty and I stayed the night there one night after his birthday party and she's like oh look 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 and I went into their little guest bedroom and she has my retainer on a teeny tiny little Persian rug (laughs) so cute and she was like you know when I die and I'm old and like I die and people are going through my shit I really hope that they give this to like a goodwill so someone will just stumble into a fucking goodwill 20 30 40 years from now and just see a fucking tooth in in resin and you know somebody's gonna buy it you know what I mean there's no way yeah God. So yeah, that's the story. Maybe Landon's mouth. children will buy it. I, you know what? Keep it in but the family. Landon, yeah, keep it in the family. This is my aunt's old, weird, fake tooth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I always forget oh, that I don't fuck. have a tooth there. Anyway, Thanksgiving was crazy. Um, yeah, we got to spend a lot of time with friends and family. We got a really chill. We had no semblance of a traditional Thanksgiving, which I'm happy about. We went to our friend's house for actual proper Thanksgiving and we had smash burgers. There was like chips and dip and really cool shit. And it was just snack heaven. And we did mushrooms and oh. watched a bunch of old like adult swim cartoons. And I fell asleep really early and it was lovely. And Patty and I fell asleep. We went to sleep on a twin size mattress which was hilarious because I was like, oh, we're never doing that again. It felt like I was a college student trying to like smuggle my boyfriend in to right, my dorm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think overall it was really fun. 
Thanksgiving, I mean, I always love going back and seeing my family and, you know, that's fine and stuff, but this year was weird, you know, like I, um, as sad as it is, you know, me, mom, people, they're getting older, so everybody's going through things in their house. Like every time somebody goes in town to see them, they start, because God bless Mima, but she is a hoarder. She's an organist, so she's done, she plays the organ for church and stuff. I can't tell you how many sheets of music this woman has. She probably has three rooms full of, like, she's she's a hoarder, and that's okay. Is that Um, where you get your piano skills from? You think it's Mima? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's really cute. I never knew about that. Yeah, um, she used to listen to me play My Immortal by Evanescence, and she was like, uh, it's so hell beautiful, yeah. and I'm like, you have no idea what this song is, Mima, but thank you. <laughs> Secretly goth as fuck. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you like it? Yeah, exactly. You're goth, but... Goth um, Yeah, but... So it was weird going back, because there's a lot of stuff that I haven't seen in a long time, like... Yeah. She ta- she holds everything, and because I was her first grandchild, she has so much of my, like old like school work you know or like projects and stuff but the one thing that I found that I was like fuck this is weird was my school uniform my Catholic school uniform your Catholic school uniform yeah you know what size it was I was in seventh grade it was size 18 which is fine but Mm -hmm. like you don't realize it until you see it yeah exactly I put it on I was like this was a lifetime ago and this Mm -hmm. was such an um, like weird emotional time ago and I had no idea what was going on I had no idea what was wrong with my brain but well I mean I do I can tell you right now yeah (laughs) it was stress yeah it was so much stress and chaos and not feeling stable like that's of course that's what's going on we're not yeah we're not supposed to be thinking about those things when our brains are developing we're supposed to be thinking about being a kid learning stupid shit having social time you know making friends having fun we're not supposed to be worried about our lives falling apart like the last thing we think about when our lives are falling apart are our bodies because we're not we're too young to give a fuck about that shit yeah it was super weird it was super weird on a lot of levels and um but i think that the family as a collective we're gonna start going back more often good um just because yeah you know but honestly if they were all shitting on the ground, we did their laundry. So they needed us That's there. what family's you know what for. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. But that's shitting on the ground, all that's going on, the on with too. that. But it's fucking Christmas time. Christmas December time. 1st was yesterday. Yes. And, you know, I have my kids, so I have to do Elf on the Shelf. I'm fucking obsessed. I fucking love this time of year because I get to do Elf on the Shelf. And Landon gets to wake up in the morning. He's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah. So sorry this no no, year, no i love the elf on the shelf i don't i don't like um, have many friends who have kids so when i get to see like what you guys are doing i am equally as excited as he is <laughs> it my, is so much fun Christmas for me <laughs> like as soon as he goes to bed i'm like okay what are we gonna do you know what i mean um so i what i did this year was i did you know the harry potter floating candles oh, that are yeah. like oh the remote the ones harry with the you yeah. hang them oh they look like they're and floating. it's a wand the control <gasps> is a wand so i Magic. put these i want those so bad. i put they're fucking cool. I put them up in the dining room and I had Afy, which is his elf, hang like his like hand like coming down like. Oh, so like he put him up? Yeah. Like Cute. he put him up. Yeah. And I got so we get voodoo donuts every December 1st because that's what we do. Um, and Landon was so fucking excited. <laughs> and I love was he it. Wired? But I. Dude, he woke up at 5 a.m. awake. He was, like, so ready. Um, like, hi, it's Christmas right on. now. We're doing this now. I know. He came and knocked on my door, and he was like, Mommy! Cute. <laughs> he did it! He moved! <laughs> but, oh, my gosh. So um, he went downstairs, yeah. and he creeped, and he tried to see what was going on before he woke yeah. you up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he does this thing, too, where he's like, he's like, I think he moved. And I'm like, I know that you're, like, totally lying, but it's fine. He totally moved. <laughs> like, what if he did, you know? But it's a lot of fun. But I need more Elf on the Shelf ideas. Like, oh, I yeah, want yeah. crazy ones. The craziest you can send us, please, because I'm yeah, not as running many out Elf of ideas, on the shelf but I've done so as many. You can, as you can contribute. Yeah. I want to yeah, know. Exactly. I want to know what people, you, didn't you say that you put yeah. the Elf on the Shelf in Jello last year? I did. I also, one that I thought was so funny is I had the elf take selfies with it, Landon, while he was sleeping, and I changed his <laughs> iPad cover to, like, him 
Like, you know how, like, the iPad screensaver, I mm-hmm. changed it to the selfie of him and the elf. So when he woke up, he was like, what? <laughs> that one was really funny to me. the wonderment of children. It's so cute. God. Yeah. Now, I want to know what crazy people, like, what crazy things people do with their elf on the shelf. I know that there was, like, one where this mom, I saw this mom who was like, oh, my gosh, the elf is trying to take our car. And it was, like, the car half pulled out of the driveway and the elf was on the steering wheel. And the mom was like, I got to get the elf. Oh, my gosh. That's a really good idea. That's pretty good. I love Pinterest and TikTok for stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Tons and tons of ideas. I want to hear, yeah, yeah, what everybody's elf on the shelf ideas are, too. That would be really cool. I mean, I kind of want to start doing it. I don't even have kids. (laughs) Yeah, you could do it for Patty. (laughs) You could do it for Patty. He's like, oh, yeah. What? (laughs) He did what? Oh, my gosh. That would be so fucking funny. (laughs) Holy shit. But other than that, um, everything's pretty good. I actually, okay, we're going to go into beauty hour for a moment. Okay. That's okay. Sorry. Um, I don't know. Stop it. Don't be sorry. Uh, Hey, ding, ding, ding. So I started using this, uh, it's like a, um, I'm, I'm just obsessed with trying to like feel good, you know? Um, so I started using this rice shampoo bar. I don't even know the brand. Um, I'll look it up. Is it like rice water or is it rice? Yeah, it's like rice water. It's like in a shampoo bar. My hair is so sexy right now. I I mean, not right now because I look crazy with my rosemary oil <laughs> in. But it is so sexy. Like, I have never felt this good about is my hair. Is it like hair. shiny and voluminous? It is shiny. It's like like voluminous. I just feel like I'm a walking fucking pantene ad. And I've always oh, wanted wow. to be that. Yeah. Okay. I've always wanted to be a walking pantene ad. I um yeah I'm I've you know I'm struggling with another thing about bariatric surgery is that you will lose hair it's an inevitable your hormones shift your calorie intake is a lot different but people lose hair at different rates and I'm not losing it as much as I was maybe like a month ago I don't know if it's gonna pick up stay the same or go down but I've been like trying all the things like the rosemary water rosemary oil um I've done masks um things like that. I've heard a lot of people talk about rice water as well, but, um, I like, I like wonder if bariatric patients weigh themselves after they brush their hair. Cause so much hair comes out. <laughs> that kind of deal. That's interesting. Yeah. Like it's just, well, it's we crazy. were just like, talking about that too. Yeah. I like, I'll get out of the shower and I'll try and do all this stuff for my hair. And every time after I'm done conditioning it, um, and it just comes out like, like I'm, I put nair on my head, like chunks of hair. That is and, just so interesting. I mean, I get it, but it's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, there's nothing that can prevent it from happening. There's no way, shape. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what you eat, what your genetics are, you will lose hair. But the rate at which you lose hair is different for so many different reasons. Like, I've never had thick hair, but I've had a fuckload of hair. So much hair. So I don't, it doesn't look like my hair is thin. Yeah, I can feel it because obviously I've been the one with the hair with your hair exactly so like it doesn't look like i'm going bald but there are some people who start out with thin hair and it just progressively gets thinner i know bariatric patients who shave their head or cut their hair really really short because the quality of their hair has gone down and a lot of people say like around two years after surgery that's when things start to completely normalize and you have like normal shedding but people are trying everything supplements they do derma not micro needling on their scalp they like like um light therapy uh tons of shit like fish oil on your hair which is nasty to think that about sounds it. fucking gross vile burping just like, like after fish. fish oil yeah, yeah it's the worst burping after ugh. Ugh. so i'm down for any recommendation for healthy hair and i want to can you send me the rice bar Oh my god, I can send you so much stuff. I have a Christmas list for you, but Christmas whatever. list, but whatever. I have already have my whole box of Christmas stuff for you, or packed and ready to go. I'm just waiting for Patty you, to get okay. this part. You know what's so funny is that like I I don't know what is going on, but within the last like year and a half, like I always knew that you like to like plan stuff, but Shane is the most organized planner. <laughs> planned there is like she writes down when she's gonna poop like i probably i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i think that that's like you have you're so good at it 
Well, that's hilarious. Like, have you I always like, been that way? No, God, no. I feel like um, that preparedness is a, an anxiety response for sure. I, I know that like growing up when you don't have someone who's prepared and you don't have someone who's like your main source of structure, which is hilarious. But when your parents aren't prepared all the time, like that freaked me out. So I, you should, dude, when Patty and I were getting ready to move to Colorado, or actually when we were getting ready to go look at apartments, I created an Excel spreadsheet with the address of the apartment, um, the specs of the apartment, square footage per price. So we would break down the price per square foot. And then we did utilities. We did location. We did time or distance between the apartment and his job. And then we did rent. We did pet rent if, if applicable. And then um, we did any amenities that we liked. And I made a, an entire spreadsheet per apartment. <laughs> and I don't know what an apartment. actuary Oh, I was going to say, I don't know what an actuary is, but that's what it sounds like. <laughs> it's very, yeah, I, I became anal about it. Like, I don't know where that came from, but I think it was just like this fear of not being prepared. And then like other shit, I'll just let go until I'll just like forget that something's in my well, fridge happy and I'll die. You know? Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm so, it's so good. I just love, I love that about you. Well, also it's with very the Christmas helpful stuff. for everything involved. Yeah, I try. <laughs> <laughs> but also with the Christmas stuff and like already having your stuff all packed up and ready. Most of the shit was packed up and ready like four or five days ago. But that is so crazy to me. That's yeah, crazy. But the thing That's is, good. is like I've been planning. This is the first time in my life where I have an income that I can do Christmas stuff. You know what I mean? And I'm not doing it for a bunch of people. I'm hand making Christmas presents for like our friends and family, some of our friends and, and our family. But, um, like there's this big part of me that's really proud that I can do this finally because I've always been broke I've always been strapped I've always been struggling I've always been you know barely making it by you know to no fault of anyone else but myself it is what it is but this is just a sweet spot where I'm like shit you know like I got a big big present for myself which I've been wanting to get for 10 years is these Bose headphones oh my god we're twins we're twins we and both I've, have the bows i the same exact ones and i you know i've been wanting them for so long and i was like fuck it it was a black friday sale and i finally got them in the mail and i like sat on the couch and held the package and felt like i was gonna cry and i was like this is the coolest fucking thing because i can provide for myself and i think this is just the the year of being able to do that but like the christmas stuff like i was just thinking about lando <laughs> i was thinking about like like i got him Obviously, he doesn't listen to this podcast because he's a child, but I got him Could one of Could you these... imagine? What if he listens to this in like, you know, 10, 20 years? He's like, what the fuck? I mean, he The will. elf on the shelf's not real. I'm oh, could... in 20 years, if he thinks the elf on the shelf is real? He's going to believe in Santa forever. I don't ever want to ruin that for him. Okay. Yeah, I'm we joking. Don't to, we I'm... don't need to go into I'm... that. I'm joking. Anyways. <laughs> but like, you know, I got him one of these. It's it's a bag of cotton candy, but it's labeled as reindeer farts. And I just love that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. You know, some things here and there. Like, I'm not going to say everything because I want it to be a surprise for you, too. But um, it was just that idea of, like, being able to do that for a young kid is cool. And I just, you know, having having people and friends that I can do that for is fun. But the organized part is just pure fear. I just want the presents to get there before it's too late. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you're scared of everything because it's I am, impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's helped me a lot recently, <laughs> that fear. But I love that, yeah. And, like, the holidays coming around, too. Like, even just being there during Thanksgiving and, like, seeing how much he's grown and how freaking smart he is and like being around friends and family and like the kids that are in Patty's family. Cause like I said, I don't have much family and the closest family I have is in a different country. So it's really difficult to feel what family, family feels like. homie. Yeah, exactly. So I'm still trying to redefine that, but being around Patty's family and being around you and Lando is like, it's helping me figure out what that means, what that looks like and how that affects me. Sometimes it makes me uncomfortable. Not that anything happening is uncomfortable, but it makes me uncomfortable because I feel like I don't fit in. I don't feel like I don't belong. Like, I don't know what to do in those situations, but I th I'm trying. I'm like, again, I love therapy. <laughs> I'm trying to address that, having that time and, and creating that time and, and doing those things with the people that I love and who love me, you know, having that mutual connection Making space for that is 
probably the healthiest and most important thing I can do for my brain because I never got that when I was younger. So why not make up for it now? Granted, I'm dealing with resentment for not ever having it. But like I look at I look at all these kids and like the idea of becoming a mom isn't as scary to me now. But the idea of also like spoiling the shit out of a kid, humbly so, you know, oh, yeah. with, within me, not making a, you know, shitty child, <laughs> but having balance. But like the idea of like taking taking my possible kid on a trip or, you know, getting them the gift that they always wanted and like working my ass off, making it happen like that sounds awesome to me. I think that well, that's you know, super like cool. it's been, you know, that's what me and Landon, I mean, being a mom is seriously the best thing in the entire world for me. I mm. love every moment of it. Sometimes I get a little frustrated. That's okay. It's life. But Norm. because it's just been me and him, like even though I've been in relationships and stuff, I've always been alone, really. And it's just yeah. me and him. Like I've always done everything with just me and him. So when we get to go, like we got to ride the airplane together to Missouri. Mm-hmm. We go to this certain hotel once a year because it's our favorite place together. And he like, it, I, I love it. It is so much fun. It's like so special. he's my little, yeah, he's my little mini guy. And I want him to feel happy and good. And I want him to be smart and great. And he's going to be, but like, it is, it is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Our little special trips, we play this. It's my favorite. He does it all the time. Um, when we go somewhere that's like a longish drive, we play the ABC game, which is like, you have to like find words on signs that start with A and then you go to B once you find your words. Yeah. Um, it's just so much fun. And then he likes the same music that I like. Like he's, I just, I love it. I fucking love being a mom. I really do. Yeah. I think, I you do. know, like I, I also love just watching that too. Cause it's, it's really cool to see, like I said before, it's like cool to see that unfold where it's not this like toxic, stressful, crazy environment, but like even just being around family, I'm like, wow, family's kind of cool. Family can be cool sometimes. I didn't know that. Like I feel like I'm learning something new, you know. Family can shit on the couch. It's cool. Yeah, we're all we all <laughs> love each other. <laughs> exactly. Um. Okay, I've been waiting for this. I know it's like kind of off, but I need you right now to list five movie titles that aren't real. No warning. Just go. Okay. <laughs> um, Sorry to get ruin your plans, but here's my plan. Uh, uh, four tons so of flour. <laughs> I don't know. Four tons of flour. Um, uh, shifty misters. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um, uh, shifty misters. Blue dog down. <laughs> Whoa. I don't know okay, what's happening. Got it. For okay, sure. I have two more. Um uh I just I said open holes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, That's probably a movie title, but it's fine. I mean, honestly. I'm just though. kidding. Um uh doorknob turners. Yeah. Wow. I love it. You Thank did a you. great job. I'm proud of you. Okay, yeah. your turn. Go. I don't I didn't I'm not doing this. Oh I my god, Holly, I, unfair. <laughs> what unfair. am I supposed to do? What do you mean? Do what I just did. I just had to think with my brain noggin. Fuck. I don't know. I need a big red buzzer that goes. Eh. Um, are you serious? I really I like I I just wanted you to do this. Oh, okay. Okay. That's cool. Um I've lived all right, through it. I got, I got one. I got one. Do it. Uh jewelry at seven eleven. Okay. Um we got uh oh stop covering your mouth uh oh sorry yeah maybe <laughs> i should talk um trucks and chinese food dude that would be kind of cool these sound like youtube videos they don't even sound like movies they sound like kid youtube videos you know <laughs> jewelry at 7-eleven <laughs> i don't know if i have any more guinea pigs on parade that's a good one that would be your nightmare that would be fucking guinea pigs, man. Somebody said that my... Oh, hope he doesn't listen to this. Somebody said that my ex-boyfriend looked like a guinea pig. It was me. Oh, mate, Shane said... <laughs> I don't give a fuck if he's listening to this. 
Jesus. How do I? Fuck you. You're Just... weird. And you look like a guinea pig. <laughs> you look like a guinea pig. You know what? I like that insult, And it's too, funny because it's such my fear that, like, I didn't even realize that. Maybe that's why, I mean, like, no, it wasn't supposed to meant to be. Subconsciously, <laughs> you're like, uh, what am I doing? Obviously, I'm yeah. doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah. And now we're not there anymore. So I'm very glad. Mm. Wow. But. You just put me on the goddamn spot. Anyways. Like he little sorry. hypocrite. I had to. I didn't want you to know. Okay. Well, that's fine. I don't really have any on the spot fun. This is This is about fun. This is about, you don't have any on the spot questions fun. for me. <laughs> um, who, if you no, that's no only. history trivia. <laughs> Your face is. I don't so know anything. Serious. You're like, how dare you, fucking? <laughs> what did I say that one time? I said it in the podcast. Somebody, Daniel Boone. I don't know anything about it. You know what? That fucking what's that guy? 007 was Daniel Boone. I don't. Oh, know. Daniel Craig. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. we were talking about my dad. No, you were talking about name. James Bond. No, you were like James Bond, and I was like Daniel Boone. Something I don't know. I, I don't no know history. Either. That's all. No I'm history. Saying. Okay. <laughs> are there any other topics that are off limits? No, I I do anything. You just give just me not random, history. and I'll, I. Well, yeah. Okay. If no you, guinea pigs. <laughs> uh. Okay. Have you ever been I'm electrocuted? Or just a question. Uh, no, but I did watch this guy in Potosi, Missouri. I did watch him pee on an electric fence, and then he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> I was just, like 10. It was so scary. Not the response I thought I was going to get, and you just delivered. So you've never been electrocuted? Yeah. Okay. No, no. Um, if you could eat only one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Turkey club. No bacon. No bread. No bread. Definitely bread. No bacon. Just turkey club. But stacked. So I have one sandwich and then one sandwich on the bottom. But they're in triangles. I love you so much. You were just talking about, I just can't eat bread. Gluten just fucks with me. But if you could eat one thing for the rest of your life, it would be a sandwich. Yeah. It's different, though, like if I could. You know what I mean? This is fair. A club. Yeah. If I could. Man, I haven't had a good club in a long time. Okay. I'm going to make meatballs tonight. We have no structure there you anymore. Go. No, that's fine. I, I just, just, I, we, it's okay. I don't care about structure. About you, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, there's so much. And like, oh, talk, I have a question for tell you. Tell me. How long do you wait to unpack your suitcase? Oh, that shit's still on the couch. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> no, I don't. My brain is like, wow, vacation was a full-time job. And now I'm coming back to do a full-time job. I'm not. I don't care. Unpacking I mean, granted, your suitcase is a full-time job, but yeah, also but, your well, job, too. Well, but also unpacking your suitcase means the vacation's over. And my brain doesn't exactly. want to do that ever, ever again. <laughs> but, I mean, we're at a time, too, where we're, like, redecorating for Christmas. I moved around, excuse me, I moved around the entire living room today and the tree. And there's that suit, fucking suitcase there. But we're going to do laundry and clean a bunch of shit tomorrow. But it's just, like, that idea of, like, goddamn Christ- <laughs> Christmas vacation's not over what that shifty mistress is still getting me what what did i say shifty misters shifty misters yeah i don't know where that came from (laughs) what would that even be blue dog down what are you talking about doorknob turners okay i was just looking around my room oh sorry that just really got me that was good shifty misters um shower anyways yeah sorry (laughs) should Um, we go into the what the hell segment do you have one uh no i was just gonna say something oh so yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah i want to i want to say too that like i think that it's so nice that we have a giggly fun episode because the last episode was a little heavy for a lot of reasons for me particularly and i got to had to kind of sit with myself particularly so i had to kind of sit with myself and kind of chill for a secchi and that was like pre-vacation so it was good to get all that shit off my brain but i'm glad that we're having a giggly a giggly mist a giggly shifty mister and you know (laughs) that's good (laughs) 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 it's so So nice it's so nice you know we don't smoke Um, weed we're doing good 
No, I don't. You know I what? We, did, it's just so funny to me because, I mean, I say this all the time, but we talk on FaceTime. We talked on FaceTime probably for, what, like two hours before, but I still have so yeah. much laughter left. Like, I just always, there's always laughter. I think, you know, I think that's a testament to who we are as humans exactly. and friends. No. You know, uh-huh. we don't get, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> we don't get bored of each other. I think that that's a no, big thing, don't. too, is like also like, it's, I think if my brain stopped working, hold on. Okay. I think that even if we didn't have anything more to say, it would still be fine. Our friendship is still solid. But the fact that we won't shut the fuck up, I think, is such a good indicator that we're going to be friends for a really long time. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. We can talk about dirt and it would be hilarious. Yeah, we're going to be biting each other's toenails on our wraparound porch when we're 60. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking lemonade and pissing our pants. Exactly. It's going to be great. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Can't wait. Okay, so now we're going to segue into the What the Hell segment. As you guys know, even though we're a little baby podcast, we don't have any submissions yet. But the What the Hell segment is just the purpose of like engagement and interaction with listeners, communities. We want to be able to like share your stories or whatever you want to share with us. Funny stories, random things, recipes even because we'd love to cook and we love to talk about cooking. But we wanted to um, have this segment available for either of us to share stories in the meantime. And Holly's been coming up with pretty good ones. So take it away, Holly Doodle Noodle. Oh, I'm... (laughs) All right. Okay. Um, This one isn't crazy, but I just want to share a story from my Catholic... Okay, so I have two. I have one that's silly and then one that's like serious. Should I do both or just one? Start with the serious one. I'll do silly. Serious one, okay. And then then end um, with the silly. Yeah, the, okay. Um, so, seriously, I had this teacher. <laughs> I had this teacher in fifth grade that, <clears throat> her name was Miss Ludwig. She was a bitch. She looked like a Ludwig. I don't even know what that is, but that's what she looked like. It makes me think of like a mite of some kind. Yeah, she was a fucking mite. She was a mite. But... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. A little cunty mite. Yeah. But she, I didn't really fit in in the Catholic school. You know, it wasn't meant for me. I was just too silly. I was too silly and too real. And I, I had to, I knew, I knew, knew too much. <laughs> but so we were in class one time and, you know, it's Jesus stuff. She was talking about, she, she put, we put all our deaths in a circle and she was like, uh, everybody in the room what is your number one goal in life or like what you know let's go around the room and she didn't talk like that Share. but yeah uh and you know it got to me and I was like my number one priority is making sure that God loves me this fucking bitch I was in fifth grade this bitch looks at me dead in my eyes and she says really because I thought your number one goal was talking to all the boys in the classroom oh <gasps> cunt might. also cunt might little cunty might the fact too is like if you're in catholic school i mean i don't know shit for chat because i am not religious in any way but wouldn't wouldn't that be something to celebrate and to kind of it harbor and to kind of lift up if the kid says to you my number one goal is to make sure that god loves me wouldn't it be your job to feed into that and promote that and like support that? they did not like me there were i think that all of these that finding that school uniform is really like oh did it bring up a with, bunch of shit make, yeah it's making me think about stuff that was fucked up did you ever think about taking so that what school the uniform hell? and burning it ceremoniously mm, my uh aunt has it now she took it with her i don't know why weird yeah i don't know but she should burn it yeah it's weird i think you should um, burn it i think i should too yeah i think that would be some kind of transitional thing and then um you're right my other catholic school story this one's kind of silly so you know we go to church every wednesday and we're um you know we all like all i don't know probably like fifth sixth probably fifth grade okay same sixth grade and um we are all sitting in church and the priest is doing his homily or whatever. I don't even know what happened, but I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh God, I just, I don't feel good. And he's talking dead silent throughout the church. Just listening to the priest. I sneeze and then I puke all over the person in front of me, 
all over oh. the people next no. to me. And then one of the other kid pukes. Oh. So it just turns into Was this, this a like, Goonies situation? I started yeah. puking. He started puking. <laughs> yeah. Um, Goonies and Catholic Church. And that was my Church. story. Jesus. Literally. Yeah. Was they, it like that a should have been the situation? sign. That's what I was just about to say. That should have been a sign that I needed to leave. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You do yeah. not belong here. They probably looked at me like the Satan or devil, you know? Because who probably. pukes in church? Who pukes in church? Well, me, know. Holly Hunt from Missouri. That's nasty who pukes little, in church. Nasty little <laughs> demon children. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude. I haven't But stepped... those are my what the hell stories. Damn. Those are pretty good. I like them. Thank you. I haven't stepped foot in a church in a while. The last time I did was crazy. Uh, it wasn't necessarily against my will, but it was one of those like, I'll go because I love you. You know what I mean? And we went to visit um, Pat- Patty's oldest sister and brother-in-law in Seattle a couple Christmases ago. And um, I don't know what denomination they are, uh, but we went to a church and it was afternoon mass because we couldn't make midnight mass. And we went in there and it was it was it was similar to Catholicism in a way where you take the, the blood of Christ and the body of Christ, that kind of deal. But it wasn't ca- I Catholic. I can't remember what it's called. And I am not educated in religion like that, just so everybody knows. Um, but we went there and there was a whole production. You know, it was Christmas Eve and it was crazy traffic. I was very uncomfortable and I was f- fat and sweaty and hot. And uh, I, ca- I was like kneeling on the thing and sitting and they were like, OK, I'm going to go take the blood in the body of Christ. Do you want to come? And I went, oh, I'm good. Thank you, though. And I didn't feel like I was being disrespectful because... I'm there, you know, I'm not going to do something that I, I don't believe in. I'm going to be there in support. But that was the last time I stepped foot in a church. And it was, it was okay. I did leave with really, really high anxiety because the, the time that I stepped foot in a church prior to that, I was being like slightly forcibly baptized when I was really young. <laughs> My mom left me in the care of one of her creepy dude friends and he helped run like youth groups in the church and he asked me, he's like, have you ever been baptized? I said, no. And he went, I think that your mom would appreciate that I baptize you today. And he took me down and there that was. That is the nastiest fucking thing I've ever oh, heard. Oh, yeah. I was probably not mm, nine, I think. And I was just with this person because my mom was doing whatever the fuck she was doing. And this was pre her being sober. So I have no clue what the fuck she was doing. But this dude was like post jail, lived with his mom, like i don't know he was the creepy, talk about creepy. You, you needing jesus he needed fucking well i jesus. think i think he was a born again and i think that he was uh. really hardcore about it um he was like well, let's we're gonna go get you baptized and i was so uncomfortable i barely said a word and like we walk up in the middle of the pews and it's at the front and there's like a little the little bird bath of holy water and i'm standing there and he was just gonna dunk my face in kind of deal and the priest like took the back of my head and i i was kind of resisting it and he almost like smashed my face into this it was like a concrete bowl and I yeah, pulled that's my what head it is. dude and I pulled my head away and I like ran thankfully the house that we were staying at was like a couple blocks away but I was nine years old running away from these people who were trying to baptize me without my mom there and I don't I don't know if she that sounds knew. so illegal but you know nobody would go to jail for that no, because the churches, churches are church. No one fucking touches the church. Uh, regardless of religion, everyone's like, yeah, Jesus. Um, and no disrespect, everybody. I'm just saying that this is my personal experience, my personal opinions. We're all allowed to have them anyway. That rem- oh. oh, I was just going to say that I, I ran home and I evaded the dude. And I don't know what happened because this was like pre-cell phones or whatever. But I my mom came back and she's like where the fuck what's going on where have you been you know we've been looking for you and i was like they tried to baptize me and he like grabbed the back of my hair really hard and it hurt and she freaked out because i don't even think it was because that they were doing this thing physically to me but i think that they were doing it without her consent because i was a child yeah and that was like the last time before going into this church for christmas with patty's family that was the last time i had stepped foot in a church and it brought back so many weird fucking it brought back so many weird memories and like things that I had so happily forgotten uh, religion based wise. But like I've never went to Catholic school. I never went to like any religious based learning, anything like that. And I was raised Christian, but it was, it was 
using religion as a reason to be shitty. And I know that a lot of people can say the same thing about their own personal religious experiences. I don't know what they are, but from what I've seen, you know, a a lot of people that I was surrounded by used religion as a scapegoat um, to enable them to act like terrible people. And I picked that up really quick and I just wanted nothing to do with it. But I found a picture the other day of when I was in, I think like second grade and I have a little like dress on and I have a gold cross and it was like, I looked at that. So weird. I know. Cause I'm not, I haven't been religious for a very long time. I've been spiritual, not religious, but I had this picture of me with a gold cross and I just looked at it like, whoa, dude, what, who is this person? Who is this person? I have no idea. Anyway, that's my religious story. <laughs> that is so fucked up. I did not know that. Yeah. I'm I mean, so sorry. It's okay. It was just one of those things where it was just really stressful and confusing because I was a kid. And also I'm, I was inherently terrified of men because of things that my mom had told me when I was way too young to hear them. So I was really scared of being alone with these dudes. And we're going to, I mean, a little bit heavy here. We're going to put it in a context of trauma. I was told to be scared of men because all men want to have sex with you, whether you want it or not. And I was told that when I was like five or six. So there was this like inherent fear of being around dudes that I am, you know, I've steadily worked through my whole life. Again, I love therapy. I'll say it every freaking episode. But being around these dudes in a religious aspect where I felt so scared, so helpless and so powerless. I was like, this is not right. I don't know who is thinking that this is okay, but none of what's going on is okay with me. And I have no control because I am a child and I am a girl and my mom isn't even here. I was like, this is the last time I ever want to step foot in a church or be around super religious people. I think that's why I have such a hard time with working with the people that I work with because a lot of people are very religious in my job. And it's just not, it's not my cup of tea, dude. I just don't yeah, want to talk about know. everything other than that. <laughs> yeah, we all know how I feel about that. I yeah. am traumatized from I can't even shit. imagine. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I never went to a school that was religious-based, but you had it all the time. And it was in the conversations that were had in and outside of school, like the communities that you were around, the authority figures, the people you, that you loved. Like, that's a whole different thing being completely ingrained. My mom. Well, and being like... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that my mom, I think that my mom was religious because she needed something to hold on to that was just hers. Yeah. But she used it as an excuse to justify her actions instead of it being like a community of religion doing the same thing. It was just my mom and her craziness. So I don't have nearly the same experience that you have. And I can't even fucking imagine the weight of all of that, especially as an adult. Well, especially like for me being somebody who like I don't know I've always been like super in touch with shit and I I from a very young age I would say probably like five or six like first memories just sitting in church just being like this is not right like I knew from a very very young age but that's yeah that I was like this does not make any sense to me like you know I would try I was pretending I feel like I've been pretending my whole life and that has gotten me into some weird places these days because I mm-hmm. basically have felt like I've had to lead a double life because that's exactly what I did my yeah. whole life I to just be able this to double like life. fit into that well um, I had to be I had to be that person and then I had to try to be myself which was yeah. not that person so I have been I feel like I'm like not multiple people but I just I feel like I you have different have identities. had like yeah different, exactly different, like different I've had suits to pre- that you wear kind of deal. yeah I've had to pretend to be somebody else my whole life but also try to be myself so that's why it's so hard for me to I mean there's reasons why it's hard for me to make decisions but that yeah. what I just really realized that right now so that was really strange oh you had um, a little epiphanal moment yeah I did that was crazy um that's but yeah cool, no I've I've been uh I've been leading on like to the, I feel like a married man who has a mistress you know what I mean mm-hmm the way like acting but, two different ways around those people yeah yeah that's what i, I mean like i feel like the mistress was the real me and me being a married man was the other me you know yeah but what i was gonna say on like just real quick other story i don't know if i've said this before but Mima, super catholic she uh i was baptized when i was a kid but she wanted landon to be baptized oh, i don't know yeah. if i've said this on the podcast at all, i don't think but, you have you said it to me but not the podcast um she was like so for it she was just like you need to get laid and baptized she wouldn't fucking let it go 
So every time I would go in town, um, she would give like little hints and stuff. But the last time when I freaked the fuck out, I come in town and there's this little white suit. Oh, yeah. Hanging right when you walk in the door. And I didn't think anything of it. I was like, that's weird. Maybe it's for some kid. I don't know. Um, it was a white kid suit, you know, like white bow tie, white everything, like very mm-hmm. formal, fancy. And it was like a day after um, I had gotten there. She was like, so that white suit up there is for Landon. And I have his bapti- baptism scheduled on whatever day it was. And I was like, what the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that at all. Also There's to no make that I'm... choice and to schedule it without getting your consent yeah. for your own child. What are you talking about? This dude? is like the pe- like, the dudes. This is the, the yeah. dudes, but a lot more you know structured, put together, and with probably with love, I guess. But it's too. It's just not your fucking job. Not your place. Yeah. And she, you know, like she, uh, she was really mad at me, and she made me contact the priest via oh, email, yeah. and so she called him, and she was like, she doesn't want to do it. You know, how do I? You know, how do I make her do it? You know, like it's already scheduled. I'm so sorry. And then she was like, you need to contact the priest and tell him that you don't want to get your kid baptized. So I emailed him. He did not send me a response. You do it. This is not my job. Well, that's kind of how it was. But it got to the point where she was like, I'm not canceling it. So if you don't cancel it, then you're going to be in trouble. Like she was what? I don't know what in trouble she meant. I was a a grown adult, but like I'm scared. You know, I don't know. Scared of authority figures. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, all right, fine. I'll cancel it. But that was crazy. That's what are you doing? The what? little white suit? You can't just like, I don't know, ask me. It was weird. Weird. Well, weird, obviously weird, weird. she asked you and she wasn't getting the result that she wanted. So she put you in a corner. Exactly. Gross. It's just No, not, thank you. It's just not appropriate. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I mean, I'm all for, you know, if, if my child finds a religion that they they resonate with and that's that is what it is as long as they're old enough to make those decisions on their own because i'm not going to be putting anything like that in their head obviously read books read about culture read about you know buddhism the the longest religion that's it's existed in the history of mankind like read about whatever you want to read about i'll be there to answer questions i'm not going to take you to church all the time i'm not going to tell you what is and is not okay i'm you know other than, you know, moral situations. But when it comes to religion, if a kid's, if a kid is old enough to make those choices, okay, I'll, guidance is my job. That's what my job is. And I that's what I do for Landon, you know, like if he yeah. has questions or I want him to be informed, I'm informing, and you that's know, the, that's but the I'll most tell him how part. I feel. Exactly. Yeah. I'll t- I tell him how I feel and there's a lot of, you let know, him make the his why, decisions. the why of it all. Like, I know that I'm going to be asked, you know, if, if Patty and I are able to and can have a kid or whatever, I know I'm going to be asked, well, why don't, why don't you do this? And I'm going to have my personal reasons. Of course, I'm going to keep it appropriate for a kid mind because there's only so much a kid can understand. But like, I remember, I remember being really young and praying so hard that my hands, my knees, my neck, my jaw would hurt. I'd pray so hard for hours to just not be in the situation that I was in and nothing changed well and that's another thing for me too is that like I was in this things and I saw all these other kids that were like had good families had good yeah. stuff because it was like a you know school in the fucking suburbs was you cared know? Like, about was loved and supported yeah. in a normal and healthy, I'm quote normal healthy fashion exactly and I was going through the craziest shit that I couldn't even imagine so I'm sitting there that's another reason why I was like, this can't be fucking real. Also, mind you, everything that's gone on in this whole fucking country and other, co- like, you know what I mean? There's so much, but I was, I would pray because Especially I was like, maybe kid, this though. will help. Yeah. I was like, I pray, maybe this will help this person not do this to me anymore. Maybe this person will change. Maybe whatever. Nothing ever changed. Nothing ever happened. So how the f- actual fuck, I don't know. That's well, that's exactly yeah. what it was. I can't I, sit there and fucking it just it was too much. It was crazy and not I real. I completely in my agree. Opinion. And I think that, you know, especially when you're a kid, that's that's kind of how we categorize 
you know, I don't really believe in this because this is what's shoved down our throats. So as long as you pray, as long as you repent, as long as you have a relationship with God, you'll be taken care of. And it's so crazy because when we do that, say it's not working and don't feel like our beliefs are justified anymore. So many people come down with, well, that's a very selfish thing to do is, is to have a one-sided relationship with God. And I'm like, there's this all quote, almighty, holy, holier than thou figure being how am I supposed to not to how am I not supposed to not have a one-sided relationship when I am a lowly human who is like going through some shit also I'm a child and the older I get yeah uh kids with cancer you really think there's a god exactly are you fucking serious? shit that's going on right now are you fucking kidding me everything yeah I just and I mean whatever's happening whatever you guys believe in I am in 100% support because it's not my life. I'm just saying how I operate my life comes from my certain set of experiences, beliefs, and understandings, the way that I've operated through my life. And I think that in the way I see it, there's so many wrongs and so many, you know, what people who are religious may justify as evil that I don't get how someone can wholeheartedly, blindly follow something that can't they believe in but cannot see and cannot justify and there's so many things that are going on that nobody has control over and just using this being as a scapegoat I just don't understand it how I know that a lot of people have issues kind of living with the reality of the situation and that's you know that's how it was with my mom for a really long time she used God and and Jesus and her relationship with them as a way to not have to worry about her personal responsibilities and I just don't get that I'd much rather be depressed (laughs) and think that when I die I just just go to into the ground the fear of the unknown like I don't have that which is I'm glad I don't because like it's I'm okay not knowing what's going on you know yeah but let me just tell you so go ahead all I was gonna say is you know smoking hash out of a monster can there's no way god's real are you kidding me there's no fucking way (laughs) drinking four locos when you're 16 with caffeine in it there's no way no way there's no way people that are fucking weird doing like weird shit on the internet you know that guy with the jar in his butthole there's no god oh my god holly i literally just stopped thinking about that that's like the one of the most traumatic things that happened to me in my life. And you know what? This is our podcast. We say what we want. This is true. <laughs> I mean, there are people out there who are like, everybody sucks and you guys are stupid and everybody's stupid. You know, we're coming at it with a, we love everybody, mostly. We yeah. just want you guys to enjoy your life and not be stupid, shitty assholes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or I guess for us to not be stupid, shitty assholes, but we're, we can if we want to be. But people Fucking that steal a, from dude. big, major corporations that's totally fine we love oh yeah you. five finger That's, five yeah. finger yeah. discount from from dude five finger discount from corporate stores do it mom and pops yeah. you fucking touch do a mom it. And pop, I'll kill you exactly yeah yeah steal from <laughs> fuck those people yeah exactly <laughs> i really don't want to get sued hold on i'm gonna yeah sorry <laughs> cut that out <laughs> <laughs> so you know can they sue you for that i don't know i, I think if someone explicitly says yeah steal from I'm going to have to cut this whole thing out. I'm going to have to cut this whole fucking thing out. Just bleep uh, it. Just bleep that because we need that because that's good. Okay. <laughs> I just, you know, I love how we're like, we're going to get sued. I'm like, we don't even, we have like 12 people who <laughs> like us. Honestly. And you know what? You're, yeah. I don't know. I think that people will think it's funny, but just bleep it out. Yeah. I'll just bleep it out. Bleep um, it out. But yeah, I mean. I love how we're like, this is a goofy, funny episode. And then we go into heavy shit every single time. No, it's good. Yeah, no, it's good. It is good. But it's, that's just how it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I life. love you. I love you too. And, you know, thank you for everybody who's listening. I'm going to say free Palestine again because that shit is still going on. And everyone should pay attention and do their research. And we're supporting everybody with love. Um, if you want to know more about us you can visit our website at don't be sorry podcast.com our instagram at don't be sorry podcast or email us at don't be sorry podcast at gmail.com let us know your thoughts on today's topics and we want to hear more about um like what the hell stories for our segment we want to hear anything that you guys want to share with us even if it's like a couple of sentences if you want to say hi 
um if you want to show us a picture of your you know bird or i don't know whatever you want to do where your bird your bird Ooh, yeah if you have one of those bird houses that has a camera on it please send that yes i want to see ring door ring ring doorbell camera i just got a ring doorbell can't wait to show you what happens i haven't put it up yet but that'll be its own segment (laughs) yeah i like that too but yeah submit anything you want on our website we'd love to hear it um you can listen to us on any place that has a podcast and you can definitely leave reviews and ratings we would love your guys's feedback um yeah thank you for listening okay and have a good life Okay, so I ate some teriyaki chicken for lunch, and now I have chicken lips, and I have chicken in my teeth, and I'm excited to sit here and pick the chicken out of my teeth this whole episode.